0: Welcome back to the Point Guard cast With your host Sean and Corey I'm Corey Hey Sean How you feeling today man? Man,
1: uh, man, 8 o'clock can't come fast enough Yeah, I agree with you <laughs> I'm already I agree Potential, potential closeouts But go ahead and get this thing over with Yeah, yeah We finally have Yeah
0: finally have a conclusion to this long NBA season That's been Just
1: literally it. a year it's been a year
0: long, like the like the next season was supposed to have started by preseason by like in two weeks, which yeah, which is crazy. And now we won't get next season until like January. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a crazy year, bro. But yeah, I'm I'm ready to ready for this to end. Um, I feel like the best two teams that was in the league is definitely in in it right now. And, well, um, yeah. Um, And I don't know. I'm just ready to finally have a conclusion to this year. That's what I'm ready for. At least the best two teams in the playoffs. There you go. Yeah. At least the best two teams in the playoffs. Exactly. Um, Okay. So, topic of today. um, Game five predictions. So, what we feel like each team can do on the offensive and defensive end to come out with a win tonight. So, like a preview yeah yeah like a preview okay so let's yeah. start with the Heat let's start with the Heat what do you feel the Heat can do on the defensive end tonight to win this game to steal a game from the Lakers
1: well it starts with uh, it starts with the mentality like you gotta come out if you're Miami Heat player you gotta come out with the mentality that you still have a chance in this series because like if you don't the Lakers are just gonna they're just gonna walk all over it and take advantage of that. Agreed. You, gotta, Agreed. you gotta match that energy that I'm assuming the Lakers trying to close out this series would come out with if you're the Miami Heat. Second of all, defensively, you gotta do a lot of things you've been doing. Because they've been playing really great defense. You gotta Agreed. try to make you gotta try to make the Lakers you gotta try to do what you've been doing on Anthony Davis, like front of him in the post, try to mm-hmm. try to make it tough for him to get post touches catch the ball in the paint and stuff like that yeah. you gotta double team them double team give them different looks and play a little more zone this this game because they really went away from it in the last few games and LeBron James especially was able to take advantage of that even though they were like killing the zone too but last game LeBron was able to get the matchups he wanted you gotta not try to you gotta not give him that give him those matchups and try to keep him out of Duncan Robinson's face, where he can just do whatever,
0: where he can just do whatever he wants to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, you got anything else that you feel like the Heat can do on the defensive end? Like I said, you gotta uh, you gotta make guys like Alex Caruso, I KCP, even though he's hit some shots,
1: he's been very good in these finals. And Danny Green makes shots. He's, that's crazy that you gotta think about saying something like that about Danny Green you got to make Danny Green make shots because it's like, uh, it's usually automatic, but that's like another topic for another day. But you got to make them, you got to make everybody else beat you. You can't, although LeBron and AD is going to get theirs, they need help. And you got to not let the other guys help if you're Miami Heat. So close out hard, make them shoot. Make them shoot and close out hard to try to make them miss. I mean, and do what you do. We'll talk about offense later, but what you
0: got? Um, pretty much the same thing you got. I feel like, uh, like you said, I feel like the Heat have been playing really great defense. Actually, um, yeah, I know to a lot of people who have been watching, it doesn't seem like it because the Lakers are up three one. Yeah, but what you got to understand is that this is just a really great Lakers team. Yeah, um, that have probably two of the top five players in the world on it. Probably and LeBron and AD, and they're really hard to stop. Yeah, um, they're they're those, they're those type of players that. It doesn't matter what you do. They're so good, they're gonna find a way to get theirs anyway. I, I've, I've, I've said that I feel like they're an all-time great team, and later on,
1: later on, if you wanted to, I will like explain to you why I feel why I think that way. Like what they remind me of, the reason they, I say that they're an all-time great team. But
0: go ahead. Okay. Yeah, we can get into that. Um... But, yeah, I feel like they got to continue to to try and, like you said, double AD, especially down there in that post. Um, Continue to try and double Braun because there was a point where they would double both. They yeah. would double Braun and make him give up the ball. Then they would double AD, make him give up the ball. And then, like you said, try to in- get, you know, anybody who's not Braun or AD, try to get those people to beat them. Try to get KCP, Rondo, Danny Green, Kuzma. Try to get those players to beat you mm-hmm. Um, instead of having – lebron or ad get you know get hot especially in the closeout game yeah um one thing that i say bron and ad have showed that is that in closeout games they they want to close you out yeah um now i get that they had a chance in there and they let well not really a chance but i'll get that they let game three slip away um but it's game five i don't really feel like either one of them are gonna let this one slip away um so uh like you said try to double team those two as much as you can make them give up the ball um and make those other guys beat you um that's that's gonna be really
1: big um and they've been forcing turnovers so try to force turnovers too yeah I'm that's like what the, i was about to say yeah do the
0: things you're doing to try to force turnovers yeah uh, i don't know if any team has made the lakers turn over the ball more than the yeah right so um they got to continue that um so, we both kind of agreed they have to do the same things on, on defense. Um, I do feel like their transition defense needs to be better, but it's hard to say that because you got LeBron, who's one of the Lakers. best transition players we've ever seen. It's hard Lakers to stop the, him in transition. Lakers are the best transition team in the, in the NBA. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to stop that. Like It's hard to stop their transition without fouling it. That's what I'm saying. It's
1: because you got LeBron coming out of court with his vision and his – Probably to get to the rim and finish, like if yeah. and then you got shooters running around them,
0: you got ad trailing behind them, like yeah. it's. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's hard. That's why I want to say that they had to tighten that up, but at the same time, it's hard to just say that. But they bro. still got to do it though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, so but still. it's
0: hard for them to do it without fouling, though. You know. Yeah. Because you want to you wanna stop the transition and make them have to set up their, their offense. All right, then stop. And then you want to D up the net. Um, yeah, but they don't want to get into foul trouble. So, that's really what I'm saying. It's hard for them to but do But you just can't foul. get – you can't give up easy baskets either. Like, I'm talking about, like, foul. Like, don't let them get – Even get close to the rim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Um, now they'll do that. They'll do that. They use Crowder and Evil Dollar for that. They're, they're both really good at stopping the transition while picking up a foul. Um, so, yeah, I feel like the transition defense also needs to be really good because if you see the way that the Lakers were able to close out the Nuggets, besides Bron going on like a 11-0 run in the fourth, um, their transition offense was pretty good in that closeout game versus the Nuggets. Yeah. Um. So, okay, now, so we both kind of agree with what they can do on the defensive end. Now, what do you feel like they can do on the offensive end to help them get a win in this game? we are talking about Miami, right? Yeah, yeah, about, yeah, Miami, man. We're still on Miami.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I touched on that last last part Jimmy Butler's going to have to go off again Jimmy Butler's going to have to get like one of those 45 point 45 point games and they're going to have to get 10 more minutes with shooters instead of Bam Like him and Bam obviously they worked together when they got him but like I said when they didn't have Bam he was able to maneuver more in the paint because Bam got clogging up the paint the guys that they had in there in the post, well, the big guys they had in there were shooters, so they were outside the free point line doing what Jimmy doesn't want to do, which is shoot. Mm, okay. No. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Jimmy was able to get to the rim, get to the free throw line. He's gonna have to get, he's gonna have to get to the free throw line, make his free throws. He's pretty much, he's yeah, he's gonna make his free throws, but he's gonna have to get there. And he's going to make his little float. He's going to get his little floaters in the lane and finish at the rim, and his little mid-range shots and kick it out to the shooters and hope they make shots too. I'm pretty sure that Dr. Robson's going. He's going. He's going to make him some shots. Uh, yeah, of course, of course.
0: That's what he does. He's going to shoot it. He's going to shoot it every time he touches it. No matter. Oh what. yeah, that's what. That's what he's there for. You already yeah. know. That's what he's there for. That's what they tell him. Every time he, he only gets in trouble when he doesn't pull a shot. Yeah, he never gets in trouble for shooting it. Like it doesn't matter how wild the shot looks, how deep he is, they don't care about that. He only gets in trouble when he doesn't. I feel like it. they tell him. I feel like they tell him to shoot it every time he shoot. It,
1: every time he touches, it. but the Lakers, Oh yeah, you are. But know. the Lakers have done it so well closing out on him most of the time. Like even even when he makes some shots, they've done a good job of closing out on him. Like that bang shot he hit last game. That was, yeah. like, he had to, like, double clutch
0: because nobody was right there. I think it was probably out cool so. Yeah, 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 I agree, yeah. But, yeah, he's definitely, that's their game plan. You know, when he gets it, pull it. Um, but they, I feel like um, they're going to use him as a spark. But I'll, I'll get into that when it's my turn. Um, you got anything else that you feel like they need to do on the offensive end?
1: Uh, pick him. I'm, I mean, make shots and get Jimmy going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Make sure I think get I like going
0: Yeah, I mean what they did in Game Three to win, a- and a lot, and a, and, a,
1: and a, the action where they have Bam play points in, them, and he driving them, like that that works a lot. That works a lot to get. That worked a lot against the Celtics. So maybe I know Anthony Davidson you or know Daniel but maybe they <laughs> could get because they both could do like I said. He's a mini Anthony Davis. They both could do that. So like, right. More points, more point center with uh with Bam, and he orchestrating the offense because he's a good pass. He he averaged like five and a half assists last series against the Celtics. So yeah, yeah, he can pass. So he can, so he can pass out of the yeah. So yeah, okay. They can like do that. a lot of,
0: they can do a lot of that. They can do a lot to change, up, yeah, give the like, Lakers a different look on offense. Um, I mean, it's a do-or-die game, so it was one of those games where it's like, like why not throw something at the wall. Bro, some yeah, exactly. the wall? Yeah, at the wall, trying to make it stick. Yeah. Um. So you brought up a really good point about trying to get Bam not to clog up that paint for Jimmy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I thought that was really good because I felt like that's a, of course, what was such a big success for them In, in his forty-point triple-double he dropped in Game Three. Um, there was no Bam in the paint because Kelly Olynyk was yeah, sitting, outside sitting outside the three-point, outside the three-point line. line. And, you know, Jimmy doesn't like getting his points from the three-point line. He likes getting his points right there within the three-point line from that mid-range area to, to you know, to right there inside the uh, the uh, the lane. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, like you said, to get Bam out of there, like I feel like start out the game with Bam, but then as it goes further in, put Kelly Olynyk in there because of how how good Kelly Olynyk can shoot. Yeah. Because um, to- I feel like Kelly Olynyk came up really big in game three. I mean, almost every time Jimmy, Jimmy threw him the ball, he made it. Yeah, Jimmy might play all
1: 48
0: minutes. Uh, oh yeah, I feel like he. I feel like he didn't have a choice. Yeah. I think you said it earlier. I feel like Jimmy Jimmy Butler didn't have a choice. Um, so I feel like Kelly Olynyk at some point is going to have to get some valuable minutes, especially if the defense is too much for Hero and Duncan. Um, which I feel like the Lakers' defense probably will be, but we'll get into that. Um, I feel like if you need somebody who you. Have a lot of confidence in the knockdown shots when your two other shooters aren't. Put Kelly Olynyk in there because yeah. the one game that he really got to shoot a lot, or a I mean, game that he went. came through. Yeah, yeah Man, he, he had a, he had a
1: lot of points. He had a good game offensively in game two, but like it doesn't matter if you have that game offensively in game two if he's gonna give up. I feel like he every for every two points he scored, he gave up three points on the other end. What did that do? That don't do nothing. Yeah right exactly. But, in game, exactly. but in game three, he was more productive and with less points because like he didn't give up that many points. He he didn't give up points
0: on the other end while he was giving buckets. Right exactly exactly yeah because he was giving out buckets in game three. I just felt it was it was just so valuable because you had Jimmy doing what he was doing, but then it just seemed like literally every time Jimmy kicked it to him, he made he made his three. Like you know? it was crazy, and he was giving him. You know, being able to shoot was giving Jimmy all that space to operate in the paint. And if you think, um, think about it, if he's if he's making
1: that shot, that's gonna pull somebody out to him and give Jimmy even
0: more room. Exactly. That's my point. And that's the reason why I agree with you with, you know, um Bam gonna either have to get out of the way or you're gonna have to have Kelly O'Linick in there for those times where you need Jimmy to have that room to operate. Even um, Bam, so I agree with that. Even Bam might be able to take the occasional corner three. Like I feel like he could hit that shot. Yeah, from the corner, bam and Bat. Actually, yes. um, I think he hit a couple in that Celtics series from the corner. But that's not where he's. Com- that's
1: not obviously not where he's comfortable. He wants to be around that rim. So yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, he can hit it. Um. I think that. Another thing you brought up also is Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson have to shoot, have to pull it every time they make it. Yeah. Um. But not only that, they got to be confident in their shots when they shoot it. Yeah, can't be so again, scared. Now I know I know that the Lakers defense is really good again at getting out and closing out on the shooters. Yeah. But they gotta get past that they're close, they're gonna close out on you regardless. So Tyler, you just gotta be confident in whatever shot you throw up. Terry Hero was able to float the ball above the Lakers
1: defense a lot last game. Yeah, which is crazy. He got scared. He got scared. <laughs> he got scared that one time when he was on the break. And Anthony Davis was chasing and he just threw the ball. The tra- tra-
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can't be scared of stuff like that. Like if he blocks you, he blocks you, oh well. Yeah. Or if or I mean he may foul you. You never know. Yeah. Um, so that's the reason why I'm saying that they gotta be confident in their shots and step into them. Like, what's come to worse? Kuzma runs into you when he closes out on you, and it's either a four point play or you go into the line for three free throws. Yeah. yeah. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now you got somebody like Kuzma getting getting in foul trouble. That's what I'm saying. They just gotta stand there and, and be able to take it. Like it's okay. Um, especially with a game like this when you know that the Lakers really want it. Um so you gotta be able to make those open shots when so you can get it. We know the Laker, like,
1: we know that they should
0: really want it. We'll put it that right, way. Right. Exactly. Um, so another thing is since I feel like since we kind of both agree about Bam and needing to, you know, be able to move out of the way for Jimmy to have space, I feel like when Bam does get in there and play his minutes, I feel like Whoever's in that post, he has to he has to get them in foul trouble. Whoever it is, whether that's AD that ends up there, down there on him, or that's Dwight Howard, whoever it is that is on him when he gets the ball in that post, he has to be aggressive. Dwight Howard
1: is probably not going to play that much. If I was the Lakers, I'd probably start Marquise Morris because because of how effective he's been in these in this series. Because because if you want to like if you want to switch. I feel like Marquise Morris is more suited to switch to, even though Dwight Howard's tremendous, a tremendous defensive player, you just don't want him trying to I don't think he want. I don't think you really want Keith uh chasing Jimmy around either. But like especially Dwight Dwight's more prone to foul, I feel like. He's more prone to get aggressive and foul and put yeah. Jimmy on that line than Keith is. But yeah, kinda but um, but, but like if he, his shot
0: blocking around the rim though is was really good though.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. But you also got Anthony Davis who's gonna do that.
0: Yeah, but see they may try to get Anthony Davis up out of that paint, and that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like they're gonna try to I just feel me personally, I feel like if I got Bam in there, I would try to whoever's in that paint, I would have Bam because Bam can get to the free throw line himself too. Yeah. Like if that's something Bam didn't show when he was in there in the last game and in all throughout the playoffs, then even people been missing something because Bam's I mean he's able to get to the free throw line just like AD and Bam's got to know how to make you foul him to get to that free throw line.
1: Bam's got to take more shots. I feel
0: like he only like eight shots last He got yeah. yeah he's got to be more aggressive on the offensive end. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's that's what I'm saying. When he's in there, he's got to be aggressive. Um, Period. Because he's got to, he's got to help. Also, he's got to be able to be really aggressive with getting offensive boards yeah. because they, that he ha, they don't really rely on it. But I feel like in a game like this, the Lakers are going to be so aggressive, so aggressive trying to get defensive boards so they can run in transition. That he needs to be just as, just as equally aggressive down there in the paint on offense and try to keep them off those defensive boards. Yeah, and give those shooters like Crowder and Hero and and Duncan second. And third chances to be able to make a three, so that way they can get one of them hot. So I feel like that starts with Bam being down low um, when he's in there. Um, okay, so that's. You got anything else to add for the Heat for offensive or defensive adjustments they can make that could help them win this game? No, I'm there's
1: more, but I'm not a coach. The Eric Spoelstra, <laughs> right? supposed will have to come up with that, and hey, I feel like he, oh yeah, course, I feel like know. he's gonna have a game plan. Like I said, I think he's the best coach in the NBA. He just don't get the credit for it. Yep. So
0: yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. So now on to the Lakers. So what do you think the Lakers can do on the defensive end, um, or what adjustments do you think they can make on the defensive end for this game to close out this game tonight? Close out on shooters and make Jimmy shoot. Okay.
1: I like it. Like, um, like <clears throat> run around, like give your best effort on defense. Because when yeah. the Lakers, when the Lakers are that, that goes into why I think they're one of the greatest teams of all time. Because I watch the Lakers. I'm a Lakers fan. Right. This is the lifelong Lakers, fan. lifelong Lakers. fan. This is the best Lakers defense I've ever seen in my life. Mm. That's a, every every team. I, every team. I, obviously, the last seven years, the defense ain't been good. But, <laughs> right. but this is the this is the best like only, only defense I feel like can challenge them. It's like the o, the championship defense, like another championship team, like the 0-9 team. Yeah, the one with Trevor Reed. Yeah. Right, they beat the Max. But yeah, they they're gonna have to just they have to bring it on defense. Play your best defensive game. And make some shots if you're the role players and let LeBron and they do, do their thing. And I think they come out and get the job done. Mm, I like it. I like
0: it. Um, yeah, if, I feel they, like- if they do that stuff. Yeah, right. Well, I feel like it's kind of, it's not crazy complicated for the Lakers just because they're up 3-1 right now. Yeah, um, I feel like mm-hmm. since they're up three one, that means that their defense has been decent enough to get them to this point. Yeah, um, but like I, like you said, if they want to close it out, treat, they gotta it, treat bring it like all you, the energy yeah. on on that defensive end because I feel like that defense is what helps spark their offense every time. Because yep. if you play if you get it, you play defense, get the rebound, you can get out
1: of transition. What you? Be, yeah, that's what I was about to say. What like you the said? They're player. the best. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like you said, they're the best transition team in the NBA they really like forcing you into a bad shot getting that board and Bron likes taking off or Rondo likes taking off when yep. they get it like uh, the, whoever gets the board like let's say Caruso gets the board or AD gets the board Bron and Rondo are clapping calling for it and then they're taking off yeah. they're not giving the defense a chance to get set and when they take off everybody else takes off right after Yeah. You know? so like you said you, it's going to start with defense
1: and you got to choose like what you
0: want to do you want to stop LeBron or you want to go to these shooters that
1: he's going to kick it out to yeah, personally, I stopped LeBron because I because I don't I trust I trust more that LeBron's gonna get his than the shooter's gonna make theirs. But then, right? Yeah, but then that's but, easy said
0: easier said than done. Sitting and watching on the couch. Yeah, because then also you got the thing where if you try to stop him, if you don't stop him bef- twenty feet before, he's probably gonna get an n one. Number. Yeah, like you're probably not gonna be able to wrap him up fully enough. That to where he doesn't still make that layup anyway. I feel like, yeah, I feel like you, I feel like they need and, to go ahead and then also now he hitting his free throws like he's hitting his free throws consistently in the playoffs. Yeah, I love it. So, what Jay Crowder did to him in the last game, you can't do that going into this game. You got to adjust to that because now he's hitting his free throws, so it's like. Now you got to pick your poison, but the Lakers have to do that to put the Heat in that position. If the Lakers don't do it, the Heat won't be in that position. And they'll make it easier on the Heat. Yeah. Um, so I feel, like, uh, the, I feel like the Lakers have to play again. They, to me, they've been playing the best defense in the bubble. I said, that, I have not, not seen game. a team be able to close out on shooters better than this Lakers team has. Right. And it started, like I said, like I said, and like this third pod I've said it in, but ever since that rocket series they learned from game one of that rocket series yeah and even though yeah the rockets may have been one dimensional they were still very dangerous with all those shooters around James Hart yeah. that's what they like to do so the Lakers for five games were able to practice yeah, closing out. out on shooters yeah but they would practice double teaming somebody and still being able to close out on shooters to me nobody does that better than the Lakers at all yeah. Um and so they have to come bring that same energy and intensity they've been bringing through all these other series, into this game if they want to close out this game. Because if they don't, the Heat will make them pay. That's, a, that's an example. There was this play where the last game where
1: the Heat was on the fast break and Alex Caruso stopped the ball, right? They kicked yeah. it out for three. He closed out to that shooter. Then they kicked it at the corner. And he closed out to that
0: shooter too. And they missed the shot. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do, man. That's, that's what you gotta do You gotta make You gotta make the heat Take difficult shots Their shooters don't like Really taking difficult shots Whatsoever Yeah Um. They like having threes Wide open But it, then again It's like Who well, does, what like? does, like, taking, yeah. Yeah. Who does like What shooter does want are, to Take a difficult shots But Yeah right Yeah that's they probably it. One of the few, well, But I'll tell you what KCP and Danny Green Don't mind taking difficult shots Yeah Because that's what They've been doing Their whole career Yeah So they're not panicked When a hand is coming In their face While they shoot. Yeah they, they don't panic about it at all. They used to it. Danny Green, man.
1: He he's due for he's due for the law of averages to go to his favor. Maybe that's tonight. Maybe you have that's another right. maybe you have another 28-point game. If Danny Green have 28 points, this game will be a 30-point blowout.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. If Danny, um
1: if Danny Green hit like six threes, it's over with. That's like all we need is like three. Give me give me three and KCP, give me three. And then Marky Morris and Kuzma give you like two off the bench. That's LeBron don't get one, Caruso don't get one, LeBron gonna get his, AD gonna get his. And yeah. you've done your job. We celebrate yeah, exactly. we celebrate The championship over the weekend. Just hit
0: some shots. Yeah, that's all it's gonna take. Um okay, so you feel like the Lakers didn't do anything else on the defensive end? Um I think it's kinda obvious, just because again, yeah. they're up three one for a reason and part of the huge part of that has been their defense. Yeah. Yeah. Their defense in certain in certain in certain situations And they're like going to be able to
1: adjust. I I feel confident that they're going to be able to adjust to whatever the mind he brings. Because yeah, that's what Frank Vogel's been. Frank Vogel, man. He should have got some coach of the year votes. Just like Rob Pelinka should have uh, got the executive with he should have been the executive other year, but I agree with you. I feel like as I like Laker hate at
0: this point. Think about
1: the fact that the Lakers are probably about to win a championship and they didn't win not one individual award. That's some hate right there. Yeah, and that so goes it and that extends to the media, other fans, and other teams. Like people that's what I like, about people, other teams like people, people think we'd be making it up when we say it, but it's not we not making it up. They gave they gave nah, the executive of the year to the Clippers <laughs> on. And second, as second was the Thunder owner. I mean not owner but not owner but GM and the second was the Thunder GM why do you think the Thunder GM got that got that got second place I, I don't even for know fin- maybe Chris Paul for finessing the Clippers the team <laughs> the team that won the award like that doesn't yeah. make any sense to me yeah, yeah
0: you told yeah. us crazy. you
1: told us all this time
0: never mind we talking about game five yeah, I get what you mean. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. Um. So we kind of agree on what the Lakers can do on the defensive end to to get this win. Um. I feel like they gotta crash those defensive boards hard. Oh yeah,
1: get defense. Get defensive boards running transition. Make but, because,
0: yeah, running tra- I just also feel like that he they're me. gonna try to get offensive boards really hard. If you crash those defensive boards hard enough, whoever's trying to go up there with you is gonna probably foul you.
1: Yeah.
0: Um they're probably going to try and foul you or not try but they're probably going to end up fouling you because it's clear that Iguodala and uh and Crowder don't care nothing about no fouls down low when they got to play down low. So we're big, you're bigger than them. You got Dwight Howard Anthony Davis. N- neither one of them um neither Crowder nor uh Andre Iguodala can jump with you for a board. Yeah. So they're going to do whatever they can, you know, the little, little things like grabbing your jersey, pulling on your shorts. Yeah. Um uh, whatever they can to make sure you don't get that board. But you gotta fight through that anyway to get that defensive rebound because they're gonna claw tooth and nail to get offensive boards in this game. I can tell. Um okay, so that's what we, we kinda agreed on the same thing that the Lakers can do on the defensive end. Okay, now what do you think the Lakers can do offensively to win this game? I thought I already said it. Like get get out in transition, get offensive yep. re-
1: get get keep getting those offensive rebounds, win the rebound battle yes yeah uh get to the free throw line make free throws just stay that's just big. stay locked in just, just just lock in make shots have leBron and ad go on the court and play that play basketball yeah <laughs> and i feel like if you if they focus in that qL i think they'll come out with a close one. yeah
0: hopefully hopefully a close one. Um, hopefully a close one. Again, like I said, for the Lakers, I feel like it's really simple because, again, they're yeah, up 3-1 man. right now. <laughs> like, they've you gotta... done – de- clearly they've done things on both the offensive and defensive end to get them three games won already. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to really say what it is that they need to do besides just be focused. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. that's basically – If
0: they're focused and locked in, like they were in game one. Like, in game one, the Heat came and hit them in the mouth the first game. Yeah those next three it was all the Lakers well until the Lakers got bored but it was all the Lakers like it was they were man they the intensity that they came out with the offense and defense after that first quarter was crazy the Lakers
1: were bored until the heat woke them up in game three
0: that's what yeah that's what and I'm by saying. the time they woke up in game three it was <laughs> too late because yeah yeah it was, it was too little too late that was the heat's game yeah that was the Heat earned that game because you guys they earned that you game. gotta think about like sometimes
1: when you spend a lot of energy to come back you spend so much energy to come back and the team that had the lead like already had that because they've been doing it all game they just most of the time when the team's trying to come back to t- and they tie the game or something like that the team that had the lead in the beginning wins because yeah, true. because, because the other team spent all their energy that they didn't already have to come back in that game and that's what happened with the Lakers in game 3 but game 4 both teams had to, like I said I feel like in game 4 we saw the best version of both teams it just came down to, the way the ball bounced
0: Yeah, I, I, I feel agree. like in
1: game 5 in order for each team to have a chance to win they're going to have to bring that same type of
0: mentality. Yeah. Um, it's weird because it started out every game. I feel like the Heat have started out every game, you know, kind of going, going right at the Lakers to start, yeah. Um, which is good. But then it just seems like by the end of the, every first quarter, the Lakers are, having, are winning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the Heat always start out and then whether like the, the Lakers get settled in their game and then they're winning by the end of the first. Whether, whether the early storms, what they say. Yeah, and that's what this. it seems like the Lakers do in literally the beginning of every game. Yeah. And that just speaks to the experience of the Lakers. Mm-hmm. The experience and, you know, uh, all the vets they got, like, they don't panic. Like, I felt like when the Heat did this to other teams in the East, they panicked. Yeah. But you got to think about it. Those teams are less experienced than this Lakers team. Yeah. This Lakers team has so much experience on it that they don't panic like other teams did. So it's kind of hard for the Heat to keep up with it because they're like, well, we did this to them. They kind of folded and it made it easier on us because they started to panic and get mad at each other with certain things. This Lakers team, that doesn't really happen. Yeah. Actually, not even really. It doesn't happen at all. So it's, it's hard for the, the Heat to to keep up with that and compete with that sometimes like I said I said this too
1: a couple of pods ago in order to beat that team that Lakers team you gotta they gotta have a bad game in the play. in yeah. these last few months in the playoffs they gotta have a bad game Definitely. and if they don't have a bad game they usually win so I'm saying I'm just saying
0: don't have a bad game and they've had bad games to no one. That too. That's what I was about to say. There's been a couple times where the Lakers have actually had a bad game. And then, I mean, technically the first half of that that game four, well, it not, started yeah. out as a bad game okay. for, they start, for the stars. Yeah. It wasn't perfect, but yet they were leading through uh, the end of the first quarter. And it happened. Because time. of KCP? Yeah. Well, because of all of the role players did something either on the offensive, offensive end or the defensive end that kept them in that league because Bron and AD were having to really make a huge adjustment to the defense that the Heat were playing Um, and that's why we brought that up and I feel like the same thing is going to happen like both you and I both agree that we feel like the Heat are going to try to have to force those role players to beat them try to take Bron and AD out of that game for as long as they can (laughs) and force those other guys to beat them in reality you can do that for maybe a quarter or two but Listen, that, those third and fourth quarters You're not keeping Braun and AD out of that game It's just not going to happen LeBron, I just think LeBron just needs to go into Game 6 versus
1: Boston in 2012 mode. And it'll be yeah. That is, that'll, that'll seal him Oh MVP. yeah, he do that, that's over That'll seal him <laughs> He do that, That'll over. seal him Finals MVP and everything
0: Yeah That's um, the
1: best game I've ever seen him play to this day Yeah and at that and at that um, point, I wasn't the biggest fan because I didn't want to see them win. But it was against the Celtics, so I kind of did want to see them win because I didn't like the Celtics.
0: Right. But well, everything I was riding on that game. It was yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it would have been terrible if the Heat would have lost and went home after what they the did the year before, before yeah. with the Mavericks in the finals. Yeah, yeah. that would have been a tragedy. Um, was that game six? But, or was that game? I think it was game six. No, it was game six. But then he came out they game was, seven and killed him yeah, too. Yeah, it was the Boston was up three two. Yeah, no, no he
1: yeah, was he at, was game six, and it was he in was the garden. Yeah.
0: yeah, and everybody thought that Boston was gonna win it, but that was one of the few games where I really never seen LeBron like. Smile, yeah, or even really talk have. to his teammates. Yeah, that's
1: where that meme comes from. Where he's like had his hand on his knees, he's meme mugging. I wish, it, yeah, I wish I could have appreciated it because I, I miss that, I missed that era, and I wish I could have appreciated it more. But, like,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: but like, as a Laker fan, we weren't doing too hot with Dwight the first time, <laughs> yeah, Dwight and Steve, and, Nash. Then, and then uh, we had got Antony. hurt. Tony. So, like, I was kind of.
0: It was one of them. Them, one of those yeah. years. Yeah, I
1: was kind of, yeah, I was yeah. kind of hate watching. I guess, but I feel like, I feel like that's still one of the best moments I've, I've ever seen LeBron have. So back yeah. to the, to back to this game. If he has one of those, man. If he has one of those, I feel like
0: the Lakers because about 20, because he twenty
1: five because he hasn't had one. He hasn't had one of those all all playoffs. Like he's been like for the most part, LeBron been chilling. Yeah, he's probably he's had to go off in fourth quarter to get to clinch series and get wins but for the most part like this is the least amount of minutes he's played in the playoffs really? out of any out of any season he's ever had yeah, exactly he has probably the best teammate he's ever had in Anthony Davis best like obviously you have Dwayne Wade Kyrie Irving but Dwayne Wade was past his prime at the time and Kyrie Irving was yeah. not as dominant as that, as on the defensive end and offensive end as Anthony Davis is obviously yep I agree with that and then the supporting cast that everybody said didn't fit well turned out to fit perfect and that's another reason like Robert Lincoln should have won his executive year but uh, we'll talk about game 5
0: but yeah I, I agree with you um but, yeah, I just don't think he's needed to bring that out with this team. No, he has I don't that's, think – That's the think, reason why – I don't necessarily think – That's the reason why I think – Go ahead, go ahead. I don't ahead. necessarily think he's going to need it in
1: game five either,
0: but if he has it, man. Oh, yeah, I feel like if they need it, then he'll do it, of course. Yeah. Like, if they need it, then he'll do it. But I just feel like he trusts the these, uh, this team and his teammates so much that he'll do it if they need it. But if they don't need it, then he he, he don't have to do it. Because, again, like he said, him and AD aren't jealous so each other. He doesn't care who wins finals MVP. He just wants his team to win. He wants to bring that promise. Remember, last year he made that promise to the Lakers after they didn't make the playoffs, that things were going to change going into this yep, year. No, I was going to bring that up. And so, I was going to bring that up. He just wants want. to fulfill this promise he doesn't really care about. Getting his and whether he not he makes his finals in MVP, you don't care. He cares about bringing Lakers Nation that win, yep, that 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 ring that he promised them last I year. I going that ring that he promised when he first got here. That's that's what he wanted. And he said it wasn't gonna happen in year one, and I know everybody kind of wanted it to anyway. But year one was again a fill out year and a building year, seeing what the Lakers <laughs> really truly needed. Um I was gonna sucks that they didn't make the playoffs, but it was worth it to get here for this yeah. year. Though.
1: I was gonna bring it up after the series, though. Oh,
0: yeah, talk you're still about how. Up then. Yeah. But yeah, I just you, I agree. He hadn't had one of those games, but he hasn't needed to. He hasn't had one of those games, and they won every series in five or less. In five, in five, yeah. That's like that's that's yeah. crazy. That hasn't happened. All time great team ever. All time great team. That hasn't happened to him ever, man. Like he, and he's doing it in the Western Conference. Like that hasn't happened like this. He couldn't even do that with his teams over in the East. Yeah. You couldn't guarantee winning them in five over there for every single series? Yeah. That, that's, okay, so let's segue. Let me tell you.
1: Let me go ahead. Since we're talking about what they've done in these playoffs, let me go ahead and tell you why I think that they're one of the greatest teams, at least greatest Lakers teams of all time. Okay, yeah, get into it. Get into it. Good. First of all, they got the two stars. like, Shaq and, like they, they got that Shaq and Kobe, right? Yeah. And then, right. like I said, the defense, like it's the best Lakers defense I've ever watched in my 15 so years of watching the Lakers. And uh, they, the Ross is so versatile. Like, and like you, you have a series like this one where you play Dwight Howard in the first half, and then in the second half, you start Marquise Morris, and then you go from there and the White House doesn't play the rest of the game because of the styles you can play, the people you can plug in. You have a series like the Rockets where Dwight and Javale can't play at all and you have to go small which is not really small, which is still big and you still dominate them and what they do best. You Bro, got a series like you got a series like the Nuggets where you do the opposite of that and go big and try to bully them and it works to a certain extent. And then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, like. Yeah, I, that's, that's, so like a, that's a good the point. Versatility, the right.
1: versatility of this roster and these role players, along with the two stars, it kind of it reminds me of, like, like I said, the 2019, because they were like that. They had the starters, which were big, with Andrew Bynum and Kyle Gasol in there with Kobe and Derek Fisher. So, like, everybody's kind of bit with Trevor Ariza, too. And then you have the bench unit, which was fast, with Jordan Farmer and Sasha Vujicic and Lamar Odom and Pau Gasol at the five. And then you got the closing line, too, that didn't have Andrew Bynum. So, like, they're so brutal. They can do a lot of things. And that's how this team is, along with the two mega five, top five players in LeBron and AD. So the versatility, yeah, the really versatility good to the defense and the um, two stars is why I think this is one of the top five. Well, not top five, but top Lakers teams of all time.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Not only thing to make it official to, is to win a championship. To win a what?
1: championship.
0: Yeah. Win the championship. And silly. then you go
1: five, 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 five in the postseason. Like who does that other than an all-time great team?
0: yeah I was about to say that's historic that's historic people are going to try to downplay it because it's the bubble yeah. but and, I, and no about that what. too
1: like, players that play championship level players are saying that they feel like this bubble is harder than the championship not easier yeah
0: exactly so like, yeah. there's so only like, a couple clowns saying that so like,
1: I mean you can have your opinion but like if players that play and players that's that's been in it are saying something different. I'm going to side with more what the players is than what Stephen A. Smith says. That's just me though. And that, yeah, yeah, of course. And that's what that—that's not just with the bubble. I'm talking about with a
0: lot of things. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like you, like exactly. you, like before, like before everything happened with Kobe. Like the media would like they'll have their different opinions of what he ranks all time, and then you ask. Uh, Then you ask all these players, and all these players are saying, oh, he's got five, this, this, and that. But all the media members are having, like, 12th and stuff like that. Like, I'm going to side more with players than what somebody that just watches the game like me says.
0: It's very true. It's very true. Um, I like that. And I 100% agree with them being an all-time great team. All they got to do is go ahead and put, yeah, their stamp put on that it. stamp on it, put- it, and their
1: stamp on it is winning that chip. That, put that 17 banner in the
0: wrap Exactly, putting that stamp on it is is just winning that chip. Yeah, that's all they got to do, and they're right there. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm so glad you brought up that versatility because, again, like you said, I felt like that's honestly, even though I don't feel like enough people are giving them credit for the fact that they are so versatile. Oh no, no and nobody like you said that versatility is what has gotten fix- them to me through every round. Like
1: all, all playoffs, all season has been yeah, you got Anthony Davis, but yeah, like that, yeah, like that, <laughs> butt has worked out pretty well. Like the, <laughs> that, butt has worked out pretty well to me. I'm set. Sa- yeah, exactly. I'm satisfied with that, butt. dot, dot, dot.
0: Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. People are that's all people have been saying, but that's the reason why I always told people, okay, well, let's see what happens in the postseason because all season y'all have been talking about this team and that. They've been team. talking about the Clippers, the Lakers aren't this, the Lakers aren't that, and I'm like, okay, it's cool. Yeah. We will see what happens in the postseason when it matters the most. Yeah, that's why this. That's what we'll that's see. why this championship. If
1: they win, I can't say that's why this. But that's why this championship is gonna feel extra good because, first of all the year after you thought that it wasn't gonna happen like you thought when the season was over you thought it wasn't gonna come back at least I did and number two it's been so long and number three all the all the trash that everybody else been talking about like it's gonna be yeah like it's gonna be it's gonna feel good to have been right the whole time when everybody else has been <laughs> wrong well, yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree with you I agree with you. Um, but you we got anything correct.
0: else? You wanna talk about Um No I was about to ask you I didn't have anything else. Did you have anything yeah,
1: else? That's all I had. Um That's
0: all yeah. you got? On this
1: topic, at least that's the last that unless you got it something else.
0: Um no, that's all I got for these predictions. Oh we gonna um, we're gonna give a prediction or we just gonna stick with them? Score? Um I'm gonna let you go first with the score prediction.
1: I think it's gonna be close. I think it's going to be one of those six to eight point. I said close then. I said six to eight. I guess that is. Six to eight is pretty close. I think it's going to be like 115, 109, something like like that in the Lakers' favor. I think they close it out tonight. I think they're going to to have to. I think that 115, 109 is going to come from them hitting free throws for like icing. So, I think, I think yeah, it's yeah. going yeah, Playing... to be that type of grimy. I think, because like I said, Miami's not going to give up. They're here for a reason. I feel like it's going to be one of those type of grimy games where the Lakers going to have to make free throws at the end to seal it. And I'm going to be doing jumping jacks while they're making a free throw. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Crazy. Um, I like that prediction. What you say, 111 or one? I say like, no, no, 115. 115? 115, 109. Okay. I'm going to say, I said my number with your number. I say Lakers 111, Heat 105.
1: Okay. That, okay.
0: I think the Lakers only winning by six. And I feel like, like you said, the Heat are playing the foul game at the end. And the Lakers, those few, last few points come from free throws. Yep. Um, I honestly feel like the Lakers will never trail in this game like they did in game four. I feel like they'll never trail in this game in the, the second half yeah I feel like if the Heat ever get a lead it's in the beginning and the Lakers kind of maintain their lead throughout the rest of the game I feel like still think it's going to be a tough grinded out game like you said but I feel I just feel like the Lakers are going they're going to find a way yeah. to win it Like they I think they want to go home I think they want to get out of here And get, yeah
1: I yeah. agree with you. I agree with you. okay anything else you got to add to that on, that's it are You guys, there, that's
0: it no, no, no. I'm good. That's All it. Right. Just ready for yeah, the game. Too. What we got? What? Three, four and a half more hours. Uh, Yeah, about four and a half. Mm. Then it's game time. Can't wait. Uh, This has been another
1: episode of the Point Godcast. We'll see y'all next time.